Special episode today. Let's we go. We got the legendary B Gigs. We got Yaseon. We got Tieta. Send your questions in. Anything about design, photography, videography. This is one of the best in the Bay Area and absolute legend. Send them questions in. We're going to answer as many questions as we can in about 20 minutes. Let's go. Yeah, you can answer the ones you feel best, and then we'll take some from the live, too. All right. Any questions you have for the infamous B gigs? He don't talk much, but this man has done covers for Mozzie, <laughs> for SOB, for everybody in the Bay. This is a perfect time to get a question by, from him. All right, let's go. I'm going to pull the first one. Please send some questions into the lot. Damn, there's so many comments, I can't, I can't get to read them. Oh, uh, niggas ain't asking no questions. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. I guess I'll pull the first one. This is from at Stretch Rizzo 2.0. How do you get put on with bigger artists? I think you get put on with bigger artists by doing great work so they see you. Uh, I'm somebody who's always looking for dope shit. Dope shit always finds its way to me. Just do dope shit. Make great music, make great content, and actually they'll see it and want to reach out and tap in. All right, I got one. Come on. From. Give him the mic, dog. <laughs> right. From <laughs> Dogital SC, SC. I don't know. Uh, the question is Do you accept outside designs for merch? Yes, we do. We've actually done a few. We've done uh, the collab with B4L. Taz does some designs. Yeah, yeah, they're in house, but uh, B4L is by Shaq. And what we do with that, we usually do a revenue share. So either like a 90, 10, 80, 20, 70, 30, depending on what we work out. But yes, we do take outside designs. If your shit fire, send it in. All right. <clears throat> so question for you. How do you deal with non-believers on the team? Um, I don't think I have any non-believers on my team. Yeah, <laughs> you don't usually make it on the team if you're a non-believer. So that's something that we get to uh, wean out easily. Tiara, could you log <laughs> onto the live so we can see the questions? So you could, yeah, perfect. This is from Slick underscore Hate. What are the chances? That's like having non-believers on the team. You have a Slick Hate. How do I suppose? How do? How do I suppose to look at life good if I never had good things happen to me? Mm. I think that if you don't view life as having good things having happened to you, it makes it really difficult for you to look at life in a good way. The realization that we had a while ago, um, like niggas will say everything except thank you. And you have to be able to look at the obstacles that have been thrown at you and be grateful that they happened for you, not to you. Come on, talk your shit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. got one? How do you form the right team if you don't know anyone looking to be on the team? Um, I think you have to become it. This is something we've said a few times. Like, the best way to form a team is to become a great player. And naturally, other people just want to play with you. You find coaches that want to coach you, you find teammates that want to be on your team. You just have to be that shit first. It's like the the get out and push thing. You know what I'm saying? People see you pushing the car, they're going to come and help you. But until that point, no one's going to want to do anything because they don't see you doing anything. I have a question for Yaceon and B Gigs. Nice. What is it? What advice do you oh, 
what advice do you have for an upcoming ph- photographer who's self-taught? I know how to read, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, any advice for an up-and-coming photographer that's self-taught? Honestly, practice every day. Um, and, and do a lot of studying. YouTube is your best friend. It's free. Search, 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 and use Google. And, uh, yeah, just try to shoot photos of the homies, relatives, um, and, and practice. And then uh, find a style that you like and run with that. And from there, yeah, just just practice every day. How much free work have you done in comparison to paid work? <laughs> Man, <laughs> uh, I've done a ton of free work. It's no longer free, um, but it was just more so to practice. And, uh, you know, the more and more you do, the more and more your name will get around. Not saying that you have to take that route, but sometimes it's hard to get out of your own head and get ideas going or, you know, different different designs, whether it be for a banner or for a logo. Like sometimes when you just create and you just create. But at the same time, like, it's helpful to get other ideas and other requests. So then that way you can say, oh, I've done that before. I know how to do that or I know where to start. So, yeah, just try and, uh, you know, give yourself options when you're designing. From the gold himself. The yeah, gold right. Himself. I'm going to pull one. Okay, let's go. As an artist in the mixtape and streaming era, would you say it's wise or unwise to flood the streets with mixtapes and singles until they get a buzz, or is that too big a gamble? Um, I think it's very wise to flood the streets with your music. The more someone sees you, the more they're inclined to click you. It's like a TV show. If you're on TV all day, eventually everyone's going to be watching your shit because they see you all the time. You can't see someone every single day and not fucking click them at, at some point. And the good thing about that is if your show is good, when we finally tune in, you got me. I'm there every fucking week. Yeah. All right. Come on. My ultimate goal? Um, I don't have an ultimate goal. You guys? No, nah, not really. It's just like for me specifically, I just want to make dope shit with dope people. That's really like my end goal. And I'm kind of doing that right now. So it's like, per, I guess it's just perspective. It's like if you if you just make it a state of being, then you're always at like, you know, everything is, everything is pretty much Bro, there. Talk about uh, critique because like something right. they don't know. So Gacy, you know, <laughs> Cause I, I want you to tell. He loves this story bro, so much. It's an underdog story, right? When Yates Young first start coming around, he sent me a pack of photos from a show, and they were horrible. <laughs> I was like, bro, no, we can't do nothing with these, right? And I told him that, and every pack since then has been absolutely incredible. And it's so important to be able to take that critique and come back harder. He could have gave the fuck up. But why didn't you give up? What was it? Because, like, I th- I don't know. I just feel like I enjoyed being around everyone so much already at that point. You know, because, like, you could get critique from someone that you don't respect. And you're just like, man, whatever, right? right. But <laughs> because, because, like... One, the first thing I ever did with y'all was I went to L.A. for that for the El Cid show, and that was the one with the photos in question. In question. But, yeah, no, like, I, I just decided to take that, and it was like, all right, challenge accepted at that point. It's just no. more like I'm not going to get better by just stroking my own ego. It's more like I just got to go out there and just get it. And 
ever since How then. How did you get better? I've repetitions. I just I went out and I just started like really paying attention to the details. I learned how to edit better in a, in something that and another thing too is like the content that I was um consuming also mm. played a huge factor in the content that I eventually put out. Right. So like if I was consuming quality content, that's the standard that I'm going to hold myself to. And so I just started consuming better content and lo and behold I just start like because I'm seeing that shit, so start it's like, right? Yeah. And now, lo and behold, I am shitting on, I am shitting on that. Um, this was a question for me, but I think it would be great for you to answer too. How did I become an ANR, and are they becoming obsolete? Um, I didn't become an ANR by choice. <laughs> I just applied to this job because I really wanted to work in the music business in some sense. Initially, I thought I was going to shoot music videos, but that's another story for another day. And then I ended up doing ANR work. Um, but I do kind of think ANRs are a bit obsolete for major labels, just because like major labels will sign a shit ton of artists, yeah. and then when one blows that pays for all of like the failed artists that didn't do anything and so these ARs aren't really like it doesn't feel like they're recruiting talent they're just recruiting what's hot right now right. to get it on the label to get the label to be like oh yeah they have numbers pushing behind them we're gonna sign them so that way we can have them but ARs initially were supposed to find great talent to bring to the world and now that's not really their goal I think ANRs are very important still as well because be beyond finding talent, ANRs kind of sit and help scope the process. But beyond the title of it, I'm an ANR. T's an ANR. T has brought several people on the platform. B Gigs has brought several artists to me, so everyone's an ANR in a sense. Cool right. Joe. So it's not necessarily that one role. If you're someone who has an eye and an ear for talent, you're in an ANR role, and I think that role is always necessary because you could be the pivotal piece that breaks another artist, right? Hmm. Right, Maui. Right. Right. All of uh, a good for probably 50% of the artists that did the platform were from a reference, you know, from someone else in a Pete them. Someone else in eight and eight has a and R a lot of I found Poozy through in eight. So it's, it's always Damn. been through through a and R and then through reference. So it's still a very important role when it's been taken serious. Right. 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 What we got. Y'all want to pull one? I got one right here. What's your advice on finding your audience? And it's from Static 3Z. Um, you don't have to find an audience. Your audience finds you. If you make good food, the people who love that food will pull up. If you make great headphones, the people who need headphones will pull up. It's just a natural inclination to you creating great product. But as a photographer, how do you find an audience or a base? That's a good, making great. You yeah, know, just making is it the same shit. Like I think one thing too is like once you find a style people who gravitate towards that will you know or people that yeah i'll go with that people that gravitate towards like that specific style like do you like the real moody stuff do you like the real colorful stuff the real light and airy stuff though then the people that like that content will come to you and it also like as much as um we don't like to be like oh we got to promote ourselves we do got to do that too because not every day that you know what I'm saying everyone's just gonna go in looking for someone it's more like you kind of just stumble upon a lot of stuff you know what's crazy too though great product is the greatest promotion you can have 
B Giggs never posts nothing. He didn't <laughs> post nothing. Yeah. I found B Giggs because the nigga did so much work for everybody, and every time I seen it, it was like, oh, I like this, right? Yeah. So the best thing you could do to promote your product is make great product, and the people who love that shit will naturally find it. And to touch on that, honestly, it was just more so like I didn't care for social media. I just liked it to create videos and content and, See, and design. I, and uh, it just kind of found its way in its life online, and it grew from that. And then next thing you know, numbers start calling and messages and texts. But well, what numbers, man? You yeah. been getting a lot of numbers, one, right? <laughs> so when you do those bigger projects, yeah, how are you being compensated? If like, are you ever compensated on the back end? Uh, too. Like, have you done a rev share or, or a royalty agreement for for photography work? Besides, with me, <laughs> uh, some stuff yes, some stuff no. It depends on what the project is about, um, and what our end goal was from the jump. Um, a lot of times it's just kind of like passion work too. You know, mm -hmm. I just want to put something out there. This is for you, so that I can live online. Um, but. It's 50 50, honestly. It all depends on if you feel like this is paid work or if this is just a hobby job. Do you think photographers and videographers deserve royalties? Yes. You know why? Why? We create an image. Mm. And that's what's going to uphold yeah. that artist. Talk your shit. Right. Mm. Without us, I mean, yeah, you're good at making music. But who's putting that content out there for you? Who's giving you that look that everybody loves? Right, and most artists blow up off of music videos. Or oh, man, it's my favorite photo. The cover right. art is all over right. billboards, right. but photographers aren't getting a percentage of that royalty. Artists start giving these niggas percentages. Yaceon and Begiz get percentages of the things they create over here. That should right. be a standard across the industry, across the entire industry. Right, because <laughs> especially with cover art, because... When you go on Spotify or whatever DSP you listen to music on, what's the biggest thing you see outside of the title? The cover art for right. a single art, whatever. That's just as much as part of the experience of the music as the music itself. It gives it like a face. You know what and I'm saying? Usually all you guys get is a one-time fee of zero dollars. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually like, you, like, you know what I'm saying? Going out there. And, and this goes out to everyone. Start tagging y'all photographers, please. Please. Yeah. It's the least you can do. Y'all tag the makeup artists and the stylists and the lighting and 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 stop editing over the photos too, because that's right. disrespectful. That right, right. <laughs> please. Right. The way we send it, let it let it live that way, please. That's hilarious, beautiful. You want to pull one? Oh, you got one. Oh, what is it? How do you make it while being broke? How do you make it while being broke? You know, you have a passion, but the, the passion ain't bringing in no money. I wouldn't say. It's not necessarily making it. Uh, yeah. I would say it's more so just getting it jump started, but to keep it going. Um, because even then, I still feel like I haven't made it. Like, what is what is the term made it? You know, it's like a job. When you start a job, you're usually broke yeah. until you work enough to get your check and then you get your money. And that's the same thing with this shit. You broke. Until you do enough work for a nigga to give you a check or give you some money. Put it, it, it works the same exact way. Put it like this. Everybody going to that job and it's like, you know what? Damn, they, we broke. We got to come in here to, to get this check. You know, it's embarrassing. But right? <laughs> you got to do no what work, you got to do. You ain't going to get no check. It's simple as that. If you want to get a check, you got to go do some work. And in order to get work that you're paid for, you need to be good, too. So that means you got to put those reps in. Come on. And do free work. Like, Bro, I'm telling you right now. Look, hey, I'm telling you, you get right. Get your biggest check from the work you do for free. The work you don't get paid to do is the work you get your biggest check from. 
every time every check i've gotten i was like nigga i wasn't expecting that it's because i did some shit that ain't nobody paid me to do i just did it because i wanted to do it as a creative too also know when to step back and know when you've been taken advantage of too mm -hmm. you know like you get the people that's like oh you know i want to do this i want to do that on the back end i'm gonna give you this but then when it's time for it to happen they're nowhere to ain't be no found. They Houdini. So it's like, oh, okay. Ain't no back end. Ain't no back end. Ain't no back end, no back end only a front end. I just got all the freebies. You got one? <laughs> nah. Okay, I'm going to pull. If I feel like I don't got nothing to talk about on the mic, how do I overcome that? Um, Man, if you don't have anything to talk about, then don't talk about anything. Uh, I think that's a golden rule for me. I don't force music. I never make music. If I don't have shit to say, I'm just not going to say nothing at all. And I think that's the best thing you could do instead of just saying a bunch of shit that's untrue or not real to your reality or what you're experiencing. We could we could live without the extra noise. So if you don't have something to actually say, then just don't say nothing. Sometimes that speaks louder than words. Yeah. Any books on self-development or mastering patience? I really love uh, A Million Thoughts by Om Swami, Inner Engineering by Sad Guru, Karma by Sad Guru. Um, those are some of my favorites. There, there's a ton, man. If you look up any, like, Indian mystic, uh, a lot of any Swami, you know, or Sad Guru, you're going to find a lot of self-development in those books. I recommend any of them. This person what is it? How do you know it's time to leave your nine to five and pursue music full time? I've seen it like eight times. I think you know when to leave your nine to five and pursue something fully when it's absolutely killing you to go to work. When you can, when every time you go to work is destroying you inside, you're breaking down. You just, you just absolutely can't do it no more. It's your time to, to, to go and move on. To piggyback off that, when you clocking in and you get them coworkers, it's like, ah, another day. You know, don't get to that point. It's time to shake. Yeah. It's time to shake. <laughs> and, 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 and don't get in there and become one of them. And it's just like you want to get into a good environment where it's like, hey, good morning. How y'all doing? When when the older people that, you know, at these jobs is, man, if I was your age, if I was your age, like, don't get to that point. Don't it's time it. to go. It's time to go. Five minute rush. We got a five minute rush. What are we doing? All right. I got one. It says how can I overcome the fear of judgment when it comes to my music by the official dash juju? Um, I think you can speak to that too, just with your photography as well. Um, but you okay. overcome the fear of judgment by just doing it. Like if you're worried about being judged for your art, then you're not ready. Like you need to, to work on your craft until you're ready. When you walk on the court, you should feel like I'm finna drop 50 on your ass because you did that work. And that only comes from preparation and practice. If you know you haven't been practicing and in a gym, then you never gonna feel confident about playing in the game. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel that. I think uh, a better way to put it is stop caring. Honestly. Why like, is that a better way? Because the thing is, is people care so much about what the other people going to say when right. it's really got to come from within. Right. Me and Kujo was just talking earlier and it's like most of the people who critique you and judge you are niggas who can't do what you do. 
We ain't every nigga giving your album a <laughs> right. six review is a nigga who cannot make your album. So, it, bro, you you never have to be concerned with the niggas on the sideline. The nigga judging Jordan is at home eating plain lays with his socks on. Plain lays, this is crazy. It's no, it's no reason to even to even take that critique adjustment. Uh, they can't do what you do. <laughs> Another thing is too, it's just like you know, let those posts live. Like the more and more you hold it back, the more and more opportunities you miss because. I got into I got too deep in my mind about they not gonna like this or what they gonna say about it. Like just post and go. Right. Post and go. They can either double tap or or keep scrolling. Three more questions. We gotta do another special one because you didn't did so much of story shit and I. They and people don't, know. Even know. They don't even <laughs> they know. They don't even know. They was in the comments saying B Gigs being humble. Go ahead. How do you empower you can't want their dream for them. You can't. They have to want it. It's, it's really nothing you could do. You can affirm them, you know, constantly and let them know of their greatness. But if they don't know they're great and they can't feel that shit, there's really not much you can do. Unfortunate. You got one? Uh, yeah. When are you going on tour? Uh, I don't really like the idea of tours, so I don't I don't really <laughs> tour much. I'm like more of a one-off every weekend type guy, and that's how I'm going to kind of stay throughout my career. I don't want to be on the road struggling and enslaving and eating 7-Eleven snacks. It's just not my thing. So <laughs> next year we're going to be doing a lot more shows, but I'm more of a like, uh, you will see me every Sunday type shit instead of a traditional tour. Let's do a few more. We got a little bit of time. What camera do you guys use to shoot your reels with? Uh, Blackmagic Cinema Camera 4K. Come on, let's do a speed round. We're going to run through some. Do you ever take a loss in profit with merch? Yes, all the time. But profit isn't why we sell merch. We sell merch for impact and for marketing. If a million people are wearing our merch, then we're getting our name out there. So, yes, we may take a loss in profit on a few garments, but ultimately we can't lose, so we win. All right, what is your advice for for creatives that want to create but don't have the equipment and put it off out of fear of not looking professional? Man, uh, <laughs> to touch on that, I feel like I ain't no professional. I just create. And uh, the thing is, too, with certain terms that get people confused, like I'm professional or I'm published, and it's just like, man, just create. Don't worry about certain words. Like he might be a rapper. He might not like to get called that. He might want to be called an artist. So... Don't get too caught up in the terms. No, here's the thing. Right. Well, you don't know about me. Right. So let me tell right. you. Right. right. I've been using the same equipment since this equipment dropped. And, and uh, this man has shot Mozzie album covers, SOB, Peasy, as so many of your favorites with this same camera. It's, it's like these phones. You know, they keep dropping them every month, every year. But at the end of the day, if I can call, if I can text, if I can FaceTime and it work, just let it work. Do what works for you. Come on. How do you guys connect the audio to Instagram Live for the live performances? So we use this piece. Uh, it's a it's a wireless receiver and transmitter by Sennheiser, and we connect it to an iRig device. The iRig allows us to route the audio from that Sennheiser from the mixer into the phone. So get you an iRig and get you. You don't even have to use a wireless transmitter. You can use a regular XLR TRS, but get an iRig. I think it's like the iRig 2 Pro or some shit. And you get that, and then you can route the audio directly from the mixer, from your phone, or from whatever device, straight to Instagram Live. Let's do three more fast. We speeding. What's the most efficient ways That's to promote? That's crazy. Oh, my bad. I thought she was going. <laughs> <laughs> How can I best break my way into the industry as a producer? Damn, we need Tope. I wish right? we had Tope here. We'll come back to I this. think the. 
Okay. Come back to it. So that way we'll save it for tote. What's more powerful, <laughs> talent or marketing? What's more powerful, talent or marketing? Talent. I think it depends on what you're trying to accomplish, right? So if you're trying to accomplish a long goal, I think talent because it's more substantial. Like when everything else falls down, if you're talented, you'll still be able to cultivate an experience because you're good. But if it's a short-term thing, like you're trying to make a quick sale, then marketing is the most powerful thing because you can get it to the world instantly. All right. What is the most efficient ways to promote on a budget? Kind of going off of the other thing. Ads. I think ads is the most efficient way to promote on a budget. Find a piece of content that works and run ads behind it. Even if it's only 5 to $10 a day ads, you're getting more reach than you would get organically. All right. <clears throat> so how do you get DJs in the Bay to spin your record when you're not a part of their circle? Um, I think you have to make great music and they just have to fuck with it. If they don't fuck with it, they're not going to spin it. If they fuck with it, they will. I don't think you should rely on DJs to spin your record, though. Just put out great content. You have access to the whole entire world on your phone. You don't need a DJ. All right. Yeah, did y'all pull the ones y'all pulled? Yeah. Let's yeah. do one more from the chat. A final. From one the chat. Final. From the chat. One final one? We got the greats over here. <laughs> Oh, that's it? Ding. He said, somebody said my song went viral, but I'm having trouble with the what does yeah what do you mean what, what, what does do that mean, mean? <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean by what do you mean by your song went viral but you're having trouble with the producer I, i'm not go fully deeper. understanding go, go deeper. deeper go deeper what trouble are you having with the producer he gave the beat away to someone else maybe or he's trying to get exclusive rights and you can't get it no one more one more no <laughs> I was about to say that. I think that comes with your upbringing. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, uh, that's all. That's it. All that's right. It. We all right. Another beautiful episode of Pre-Game Friday. Yes, sir. <laughs> On a Tuesday <laughs> or a Wednesday. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't we have just a existing. Job. <laughs> <laughs> we just existing for real. <laughs>